Hey y'all, welcome back. It's Kim. <laughs> I can't take you serious. <laughs> Join the club. Hey, it's Darielle. It's Brandy. So how is everybody's week? I know we all in quarantine, but like it's all right. I'm starting to question if like I should be calling my job. Like, why am I still here? You know, but I'm trying to be thankful that I have one. But like, do you still have to go in and two days a week? What the fuck? Mm. That's very risky. Are y'all getting get the increase in cases though? Uh, yes, I know. In like some departments we are, I don't really know about the others, but yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How was your week, Brandy? Uh, my week was good. I'm doing okay. Staying at home. It hasn't been too bad. Um, yeah. It's actually okay. I'm getting the opportunity to rest, which is what I need to do more of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All good this way. Good. Interesting. My week has been very, very um productive, I guess. I started a new class. I started finance, and that's not my strong suit, so I've been super stressed with that. Help one of my friends paint their... Um, Paint what? Paint a room in their house. Um, what else did I do? School has really been stressing me out. But this is a good time for me. I've never really had time to sit down with myself because mm-hmm. I've been so busy. And like I thought, like oh, you come home by yourself, so like you you have time to yourself. I'm like you sit down, you evaluate yourself. No, like I've had breakdowns and everything, and I'm like okay, like I'm really getting to know Kim on a good level. And like I've had a lot of personal, mental like breakthroughs and growths, and it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. My God is like sit it down. So, you know, the week has been straight. The week been straight. Um, y'all got any shout outs this week? Mm, no, I don't have any shout outs. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I want to shout out. This is like a list of people. Um, Sally, Fee, Elsie, and Crystal, because I was really going through something like three, two to three weeks ago. And they low key set me up. Oh, and Des too, because he was kind of part of it, but not for real. Um, and I went over to Des and Fee's house and like, they got me like tipsy, drunk, whatever. I was like, you thought she was leaving? You're not coming here just to pick up a shirt. And, um, they start, somebody started knocking on the door and I was like, oh my God, it's police brutality. Cause I'm really not supposed to be over here because <laughs> no, I swear to God, I was like, I'm not supposed to be over here because they're going to come arrest me because I'm at somebody else's house. And I opened the door and it's, um, like two of them came in with like a care package like, and I started crying because it was, like, full of things mm-hmm. of, like, God loves you and, like, feel better and your life's great. Aww. Yeah, so I started crying because nobody, Maya always tries to surprise me and it just doesn't work out. So, like, nobody <laughs> ever can surprise me. So when I'm really surprised, I'm like, <gasps> and I was drunk. Like, it was a hot-ass mess. So that's my shout-out. I mean, mm. I guess I'll shout-out a friend for a friend. Kamal, what it do? <clears throat> um, yeah, that's it. That's it, though. Um, don't forget about Hire Hookah. Um, their Instagram is at Hire Hookah. They are on 1020 North 4th Street. Whenever it opens, we finna have gang party up in there. <laughs> gang in his beats. I'm just playing, but we definitely finna slide. It's bring your own bottles. You know, maybe you could bring your little tacos in there. Have a little bit of wine type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, do we have any announcements this week? No. <laughs> no. Stay in the house. Okay. <laughs> Stay the fuck at home. Can y'all please stop with the house parties? I done seen strippers, birthday parties, like with more than 10 people. Did you see Buddy in Cincinnati had a whole block party last Friday? No. And he got arrested this week for it? Fucking I'm dumb. tired. I'm 
You know what? I will um, shout out my friends, Maria and Darius. We had a parking lot party um, at my homegirl's boyfriend's house for his birthday. We all just got lawn chairs. (laughs) And we was about three feet apart, not six. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. Had the hookah out there, had a couple drinks and some food, and just celebrated mm. his birthday. It was a good Aww. time. It was a good time. Yeah, my cousin, um, she has special needs. Shout out to her name, Shelby. My family wants me to pull up tomorrow. This is so mean, but I don't want to go. But they want us to do like a little drive up like that and just be like, happy birthday. Because she's been asking about her birthday because mm-hmm. she knew it was coming up. But yeah, that's so, cute. I know. But Dario with social media. Mm. All right, you can follow us on Instagram at Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. And our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Share this podcast. Tell your friends to like, subscribe, tag your mom, tag your dad, tag your cousins, your brothers, your hoes, all of them, your besties. <laughs> all right, let's jump in, y'all. So. Insecure comes back this month. I do not watch it, but I want to because Girl. Issa Rae is in it. I'm gonna get hit now that we on this quarantine. It comes back this week. Listen, Shit. y'all might as well come over. I already don't watch the last season. You can come get caught up. What okay. day is it in? The twelfth? The Sunday. Easter Sunday is when it comes back on. Oh, so like this Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Fuck me. What time? Well, you shit. can watch it by then. How many seasons is it? It's three seasons and it's only like eight episodes. Oh, and only yeah. 30 minutes. So you oh shit. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try. What song did you say? <clears throat> I'm genuinely going to try. Like, okay. I have an exam coming up and like a lot of schoolwork, but I'm definitely going to try. Yeah, because I want to watch it because it has Issa Rae in it. Can we even have a real conversation if you haven't watched it? You have nothing she to contribute yeah, to the conversation. She's not so going to <laughs> Yes, I can. We'll talk about how fine that man is now. All right. So, all right. I'm going to read some of this stuff. So there was a question on Instagram and it said, let's settle this right here, right now. Who played a bigger role in the relationship falling apart? Issa or Lawrence? So, okay, I'm going to read something someone said. Let's keep it real. Lawrence's lack of ambition early on caused demise of their relationship. No one wants to be with someone not making moves to make their dreams come true. Daniel was passionate slash slash ambitious about his production therefore being more attractive so they blame lawrence um someone else said oh no i'm gonna i'm going to say Issa. if you have a problem with him chasing his dreams and not bringing any money in then speak up don't spaz out and cheat on him that's so bad mind whatever that means so yeah what do you think so okay i feel like a little backstory so you know what's going on Issa and Lawrence are in a relationship in season one. They've been together for like four years. He is basically not using himself to his fullest potential. He works at Best Buy, but he has a degree in like tech, Um, which all of season one, I think up until the end, he's really not doing anything but working at Best Buy and just trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But she's working. She's coming home. He's sitting on the couch, just real chill, Mm -hmm. like... So she's not happy, but Uh -uh. she does not communicate that she's not happy. And she ends up cheating with an ex from, I think, like high school. Uh -uh. And then he finds out and then they break up. So I feel like just hearing that, I feel like it's a little bit of both. Because I agree with Shorty, you definitely should let somebody know when something is bothering your relationship, big or small. Like, you know what I mean? Not petty things like he left the Cheeto on the counter. Throw it in the fucking trash. 
But <laughs> if it's something big like that where it's really bothering you, especially if you've been with somebody for four years, it should be not shit to be like, hey, um, it's actually starting to bother me that like this is happening. But and then on his end though, there is a difference between like. So I have my associates. I'm working towards my bachelor's. Technically, I could get a. I could not work at the salon and get a job with my associate's degree. You know what I mean? That's higher pay grade, benefits, the whole nine. But I'm comfortable where I'm at because I'm still pursuing school. So on his end, he may be, I don't want to say he's like scared to move beyond, but there may be something that we don't know yet because the show is called Insecure mm-hmm. that he's holding back from. So I don't know. Y'all know more than me. So. <laughs> um, If I had to pick one, of who was more at fault, I would honestly say Issa. Um, mainly because she did not communicate that she wanted him to get himself together. Mm-hmm. And by the end of season one, he had got a job with a oh. really great tech firm or something like that and was making really good money. Um, but she didn't communicate how unhappy she was and then she cheated. So, mm-hmm. And she didn't come to him and tell him that she cheated, he found out, which was another thing. And so she came clean once he approached her. So some nigga shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. But Issa's my girl though. Like Issa's my girl. Real life she your girl, but the script was like, fuck you. It was it was her fault. And then she went and lived with the nigga that she cheated. Fuck off. Are you serious? Oh bitch, I'm hundred percent blame her. What the fuck? I'm going to say Issa. So there was... <laughs> let me read y'all something somebody Stop. said. So someone else said Issa, she got impatient and didn't trust her man. Granted, he had been working on getting his shit together for a minute, but he needed encouragement and she stopped giving him that. And then this other girl said, um, Lawrence was a bigger issue. After two years of being on the couch and forgetting her birthday. She deserved to cheat. But Issa was more toxic because she dogged Lawrence out, then dogged Daniel out, and played the victim both times. Oh, shit. <laughs> she, did. she did. She was toxic. Okay, yeah. so it's definitely Shorty's problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right, all right, all right. Let's hop into the next beat. So, sorry, y'all. I'm probably on my ratchet. Anyway, um, so this was on Spiritual Word. You know what? Spiritual Word, we have some off-the-wall shit. They're crazy. Okay? They ain't really spiritual at all. Um, <laughs> so, somebody tweeted, y'all can stay at home for 30 days, but stay in... Y'all can't stay home for 30 days, but stay in, in a toxic relationship for years. And then somebody replied and said... I know what you're trying to say, LOL, but this ain't it. It's shaming people in abusive relationships and not being able to leave shouldn't be shamed. And then he replied, same person replied and said, it's e- it's not easy to leave, but you should. There are different levels of toxicity and ab- and obviously this is not aimed at only extreme cases. There's a thin line between toxic and abusive. This is aimed at the toxic aspect. Now the joke is dead, SMH. How do y'all feel about that? Okay, I think people take shit just way too far like Mm -hmm. how did abuse even get wrapped up in that like why did your mind even go to abuse and uh, and yes there are people who are in abusive relationships but a lot of people are stuck in these terrible relationships because of attachment issues that Mm -hmm. they need to address like Mm -hmm. you're attached to bullshit right and and you don't know why you need to figure that out so 
to be like, oh, people who are in abusive relationships, yes, they are, but you just took that too far. I know. Abusive and toxic is definitely two, two different, different things. things. I wouldn't call some uh, in a relationship that I'm getting my ass beat in a toxic relationship. It's, yeah, it's right. not toxic. It's, it's abuse. abusive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, yes. That simple. Like, people just take what they see and run with it, and it's just like, relax. Yeah. But, I mean, I agree with what he's saying. I mean, you should know when to leave, but it's not that simple all the time. No, it's not. Some people stay for, you know... My dad and I actually were ironically having this conversation today. Like some people stay because sometimes the man is financially taking care of everything and they feel like they leave, they're going to be homeless type of thing. Mm-hmm. They don't have family lean on that type of thing. But I feel like Shorty in this situation was definitely like, she feels offended. She was okay. Rich. The shoe fits, bitch, it fits. She feels offended because she probably went through this and she probably feels like a dummy or, you know, whatever you want to call it for not dealing with it appropriately. But I agree with you, D. Like, toxic is not the same as abusive. Like, if you're being abused, that's abuse. Toxic is stupid. It's just stuff that you're like, like Brandon said, it's the attachment issues, stuff like that. But if somebody is beating you, honey, that is abuse. Right. Like, it's just different. Get it? Okay. Get so it. I'll explain the next one because I know what I said was all over the place. <laughs> all right. So there's a question. And basically, so here, oh, let me just put the scenario out there. So you were talking to someone and basically like they ghosted you and whatever you haven't heard from them in like a year. This person comes back around, y'all talk, and he tells you <laughs> basically he disappeared because he's he met someone. So would you like then allow that person back in and maybe give him another chance or would you just leave them where, where you at? Because they basically treated you like a second option. Okay, can we unpack this second option thing? Yeah. Okay, because uh, I think I need to unpack it as well because I've been seeing that post. Like, if you got to choose between me and another mm-hmm. person, don't pick me. Yeah. But I'm thinking about this. Like, I'm not typically the type of person who dates multiple people because I just don't have the capacity to do mm-hmm. so. I can't keep track. But... <laughs> But there was a time where I would date multiple people and I don't necessarily see the problem with, and not, let me back up here because y'all love to assume, not having sex with multiple people, but going to dinner, Mm -hmm. going on dates with multiple people. Um, I don't see the problem with weighing your options. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think in that situation, you kind of just got to figure out how you really feel like if you really like this person and you really were upset that they ghosted you and even more upset that you found out that they picked you over somebody else and it bothers you that much then don't entertain it but then at the same time it's like we meet people all the time and I'm sure that person or whoever asked this question probably met somebody along the way too and shit just didn't work out so now here we are let's Mm -hmm. see what's up it could be like a Right person, wrong time. Right. I agree with that aspect, but I think for me personally, if it's right person, wrong time, I don't know if I think personally that would be them being with somebody else. I think right person, wrong time is like they're not in the mindset right now to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's right person, wrong time. That's. That's true. But for me, if you are pop, if you're in a relationship, because you never know, they could have lasted long term. To me, that's not right person, wrong time. That's I'm impatient. I want a girlfriend. This person seems like 
I seems like they're serious enough with me for us to take it serious. If a man approached me a year later, I know he had just freshly ended something, not even freshly, he had just ended something a few months and now he's talking to me again. Personally, I would not be down because now I kind of just feel like it's convenient for you to hit me up because we had mm-hmm. something. We had we went on a few dates. Mm-hmm. You know, we we dibble dabble dibble dabble and again, like Brandy said, I don't mean sex. You know what I mean? We dibble dabbled a couple times and like, you know, hung out, went on went on dinners or whatever. But I personally, if a man hits me up after you have been in something, spare yourself because you will get shredded. But if let me ask you this, if the shoe was on the other foot. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. But what if it was like something where like, okay, let's say the man told you like, you know, I'm not really looking for anything serious, but I like your vibe, blah, blah, blah. Then you find out like, oh, he went and was serious with this other person. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, that's not, that type of situation, no. See, it's so many variables because he could have been like, I'm not looking for nothing serious, but then slipped into some shit that was serious. It's happened to me before. I wasn't looking for nothing serious in any of our relationship. I mean, so, that's true. I don't know. That happened to me too. You know what I mean? I feel trapped. <laughs> but if the shoe was on the other foot, I can say that I wouldn't even be comfortable approaching a man that knows that I was in a whole ass relationship and now I'm coming to him like, well, it didn't work out, but like you were always, because in my mind, yeah, I'm not even trying to be weird. funny. I'm not trying to be funny. Well, you were saying that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe I'm toxic. Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but I would know in the back of my mind that like, when I had when I was going on these dates, like and say I end up with Buddy and I didn't expect to, and then we don't work out, and now I'm like, okay, but when I was dating, like he definitely would have been somebody I would have chosen mm-hmm. though. Yeah. For me, I don't feel right being like, but I would have chose you. So if the shoe was on my foot, I don't feel right hitting up a nigga and being like, what if it hmm. happen? Then God will let it happen. But I just don't <laughs> feel right. Weird. I don't I feel don't right know. on my know. end, and I wouldn't feel right receiving it both ways. I like, just oh, feel right. so y'all ain't work out now. You want to come yeah. back, like type shit? That's weird. Fuck no, baby. <sighs> I don't know. I have no answer. Yeah, I mean, it depends. I guess on how you feel. If it's that mm-hmm. offensive to you, then just you know. Don't do it. But if you feel like it could be something. And then maybe ask maybe ask them if you care that much. Ask them why they decided to go with the other person. Because, I mean, obviously something was there. But I don't know. I guess it just depends on how far you want to go into it. Yeah. Listener. I don't want to mm-hmm. go. That's deep. Nah. Okay, I, I have a question. Can I yes. ask a question? Of course. What would it eat? I'm asking for What's that? Okay, I'm asking for myself. Um, <laughs> oh, <I'm> like, <laughs> so you How many times should you speak on how you feel before you just be like, fuck, Once. fuck it? Don't ask me. Because I give a nigga a thousand <laughs> chances. Like, you will get this Once. right time. Boom. <laughs> and no, no. Because I, okay, so I'm probably going to say two. Okay. I feel like the first time it's okay to be like that. I ain't cool with that. That's not cool. Whatever, whatever. I feel like the first time is like a warning. But if they do it again after you've expressed that that's not okay. But again, I, I'm not in a position to give advice because <laughs> I'm gonna go with once. But yeah, because it Loki ties into what D said though. Because when you tell them once. And they do it again. That's enough grounds for you to be like, go fuck yourself. That's when you can decide to say it again. But here's the thing. Again, if we're flipping the shoe. That's really too. If somebody made me. Well, no, because I'm not going to say something again. That gives me grounds to be like, bye. But then you can decide if you want to say something again. But for me, personally, 
I've had a couple times in my relationships where I've made my boyfriend feel uncomfortable and I never, he said something once, I never did it again, ever. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as like, God, I don't know. Just, it should be anything. Mm, now, see, I can't because if a nigga tell me don't talk to me like that, don't cuss at me, I know I'm going to cuss again. Like, I'm going to say sorry and I'm going to try not to, but I know I'm going to cuss again because it's a really bad habit of mine. Well, I mean, something that's like, like wrong. Okay, some of y'all might think it's wrong to cuss at your person. Cool, that's your business. But I mean, like, if you, I don't know, say, um, okay, this is it a corny, what it is. This is a corny ass <laughs> example. Okay, so say your friend sets, like, she's on a date with her dude, and then his dude brings his friend, and then she invites you out, but you don't know type shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, y'all all meet up, but you sit down anyway, you enjoy your dinner, and then your man finds out, because on your end, you're like, oh, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And if he looks at you and he goes, hey, by the way, that really made me uncomfortable, I would prefer if something like crap would happen again, you just call me and I come pick you up and we leave. It would take a guy to say that to me one time for me to never do that again. Mm-hmm. Not for me to sit down the second time and be like, right. well, I know he said, but like it's innocent again. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If I made you uncomfortable, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. If it's something like I called you an asshole, I'm going to call you an asshole again. I am. I mean, that could be a trigger for some people. I know. And I would, like you said, I would try my best not to. But <laughs> if it took a guy literally being like, hey, next time, do you mind doing this? I would 100% be like, it'll never happen again. I feel Anyone. like it depends what it is because some shit is just like not rocket science. You know, you shouldn't be doing that shit. Yeah. Some, yeah. Yep. If it's wrong. Yeah. I'm like, going to have to give y'all the full, like the full story. Yes. Off we'll air, talk about but, it later. Um, yeah, I just, me personally, it's like, I don't like leading people into shit. Like, if you wanted to do it, you would. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so the whole mixed signal shit, I ain't with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah, I had to tell somebody recently, like, if you, like, because you know how some people come to be like, well, I fucked up. It was a mistake. I didn't mean to do that intentionally. But then if you do it more, like, more than two times... Nigga, that's not a mistake. Yeah. That is your character. I'm like, going to talk about this off air. How many times can you do something <laughs> where you just like, it's not, that's, you saying that's a mistake, that is a fucking excuse. Yeah. Man. You want to do it. Now it is intentional. Yeah. Because yeah. you know better. I feel like I'm at the point too where it's like, if, um, what the fuck was I going to say? It was something about what you just said. Like, basically, okay, so I'm at the point where, like I said, this is kind of teaching me not to worry so much. I'm at the point where if it's un- out of my control, I don't care. At the end of the day, you can't control somebody cheating on you. They're going to or they're not. Right. You know what I mean? And I, and I used to be such a worrier, like, in my past relationships. Like, oh, my God, is he, is he not, is he, is he not? I don't give a fuck. If you do kiss my ass, bye, don't talk to me. But I'm this quarantine is teaching me, like, to be patient because, like, I'm literally, like, <laughs> I would just be back and forth in my head, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, like, this frantic person. Now I'm like, I can't control it. And, like, this is kind of teaching me to really, like, step away from things that being so worried about things I can't control. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm at the point where, like, if I can't control it, kick rocks. But I would do everything in my power never to make make my person feel uncomfortable again if it was something, like you said, that, like, you know it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I personally, personally, it's a personal thing. I know it would be wrong for me to sit there. And, like, we all look like we're on a date because I know that my homegirl is dating dude mm-hmm. and he brought his friend and she brought me. I know that's wrong because it looks like a fucking date. And I know if Buddy was flirting with me, mm-hmm. that's wrong. You know what I mean? And then I don't like when some couples will be like, well, I just won't tell him. If you're starting that, you know, that in your head where you're like, I'm just not going to say anything. You're already starting to trickle down the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. be real. Be open. Don't. 
just hey by the way like i didn't know but like shorty set me up i wish i could find this tweet from sally because it was something along the lines of like i'd rather be hurt by your honesty than for you to lie because it's like my thing is i've learned like sometimes people say like truth hurts make me hurt like don't like i will respect you more and i will trust you more if you're honest no matter how fucked up the situation is like and to be honest if somebody did some fucked up shit, but they were honest about it, I could, I would probably forgive you yeah. and give you another chance. But the fact that you lie and you lie. Yeah. Because you just think about the deceitful act behind it. Exactly. And that's the thing. I 100% agree with that. And that's like my favorite thing about one of my, my um, friends today is like our relationship has always been just honesty. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? As much as it hurts the other person, mm-hmm. we would 100% be like, hey, by the way, this bothered me or this didn't bother me or, hey, I'm not ready for this or I'm not ready for that. And all you can do when somebody does that is respect it. But like you said, if they're moving deceitful Mm -hmm. and they will sit up there and be like, oh, yeah, everything's cool, and then move a different way, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. That's why, like, I... I kind of hold back when I feel away towards my friends because I don't want them to take something I say the wrong way. But then I realize, like, if me and you are really friends like that, you know that anything that I do or say is not with ill intent. Yeah. So me coming to you and saying something and being honest is because I want us to fix it or I want mm-hmm. you to know that something you did hurt me or whatever the case may be. But know that it's coming from a good place. You know, I struggle with that since I was, like, young. My friends have always called me, like, an asshole, rude, blunt, a bitch, this, that, and the other. But like you mm-hmm. said, like, it was always the people that knew that that wasn't my intent that we are friends to this day. Mm-hmm. The people that took it sensitively and me being, like, and I've worked on it, of course, because I don't want my people to feel like, feel like that like I would never want them Mm -hmm. to feel like that so I've worked on my end but the people that have always like you know attacked me for being that way I'm no longer friends with them because I just like Brandy said some people are not meant to you know Mm -hmm. be on that forever journey with you yeah but it is it's as simple as like you know my intent you know I'm not coming into you to be an asshole it's just because I'm hurt and here's how I see it I notice I have a really hard time with doing that like with anybody like I have a really hard time with saying like that hurt me or I'm offended yeah. or I feel like you shouldn't have did that or that was like crossing the boundary for me. I, spe- I, I don't know why. I need to unpack that. I don't know. It took me like me and my best friend have been friends for way over 10 years. And like it's probably when maybe twice or like once early in our friendship and then once recently or like she did something or I feel like I pissed her off and I hit her up like, are you mad? And I'm just like, why was that so hard? And she was like, no, we're cool, whatever, whatever. Like, it shouldn't be an issue, but like it is. It might be, though, sometimes like you love that person so deeply that you would never want something so small or maybe that could be so Mm -hmm. small to ruin something so good. I think that's what it is. And I think we talked about that on a previous show. And it's like always that like I don't want the result of this to be we fall out and yeah. we don't yeah. speak again and I sometimes I feel like I'm in my head I'm like okay pick and choose your battles you know what I mean like is it worth saying something mm-hmm. well how long are you going to be mad are you going to treat this person different and I kind of look at it that way but like as I'm sitting here saying it I think it's something that I need to unpack because I really struggle with like it I internalize a lot yeah. to the point where it just I'll blow up at some point yeah so and I know that that's not healthy either but then I'm also not easily offended by mm. things too so I, I don't know. see I am and I think 
what helps me is like knowing people and how they are and yeah. knowing that it's don't take it personal. Yeah. Like yeah. I think I struggle with that a lot. With a lot of people, I feel like, oh, they're being smart, or they're being shady. But when I look at it, I'm like, they don't mean it that way. So it's yeah. like I won't say anything because I'm like. I shouldn't be offended. Well, that's where I'm at now is like, I'm very, this is another thing I learned about myself. I'm learning to not have a selfish way of thinking when it comes to somebody else's personality. Mm -hmm. Meaning when they say something to me, don't be so selfish that in your mind, it's about you and like they're being deceitful or mean to you. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. They could be dealing with something that I have no idea what's going on in their head. So it's really kind of teaching me too to become like how I talk about coming correct at people, it's kind of teaching me to sit back and be like, oh, okay, they're really not offended. And the way that I'm measuring that is like, if they say something smart to me, instead of me having that pop-off attitude that I've always had, yeah, I'll say something back, not even like rude or anything. And then whatever they follow up with will tell me if they're really pissed off at me or if it's them dealing with something. Mm-hmm. And if it's them dealing with something, then I'm like, oh, okay, like they just need to work through it. You know what? I think it's like when you know like have you ever noticed like I had to put this on my Facebook status the other day like I actually noticed my growth in real time yeah like I said that like I know that I've grown but the other day someone had texted me that I haven't talked to in like a very long time and they were just like I hope you're safe and initially like I was pissed off when I seen the text message and like to the point where I had a tear come out my eye that's how mad I was and then I was like hold on like take a step back why are you angry yeah like what are you angry for and are you really angry and when I stepped back outside of myself and I was like you know what you haven't talked to this person in years but they thought enough of you to even if your number had changed they thought Mm -hmm. enough of you to text the number and say I hope you're safe yeah and then like my whole mindset just changed and I was just like you know what I can appreciate that so I responded and I was like I am I hope you're doing well too and it was okay and I was like I can't yeah, that is me right now. Like the growth in real time is like a real thing. Like I'm seeing myself like this sounds so corny and cliche, but like literally even three weeks ago, like three, four weeks ago before I got laid off, like I'm no, that's what I'm saying. I'm really learning myself right now. Like I've seen that mental shift and yeah. I was like, where the fuck did that mm-hmm. come from within like a day? Yeah. And it's been consistent since then. And I'm like, holy shit, did, like, your brain just fully develop or, like, I mean, it shifted, like, like that in a day. And it's been consistent since. And I was, like, when you see yourself growing up from, like, a distance, but it's really you. What the fuck? Like, ah. Oh, my God. No, but I feel that. I definitely feel that. Okay, so we said twice, and then it's fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's settle with twice, yeah. Okay. One and a half to two. (laughs) <laughs> like your one and a half could be like now you know and then he's like what then you need you. to be like I right. told your ass a month ago <laughs> so yeah like to okay is this make people from your past is that included in the one we was just talking about Daria kind of sort of like a spin off okay so what so make people from your past stay in the past what does that mean to you girl you spinning like a mug over there cause I'm thinking the question was what is that it's not really a question but how do you feel yeah Yeah. like what is when you hear like make people from your past stay in the past (sighs) (laughs) I think uh, for me I uh, initially thought about how like 
like I was telling y'all off air how people from my past, like even though we had a past, I can still be cool with them and have conversation because once I'm done, I'm done. And it's just like, doesn't bother me. Like whatever we had doesn't even exist. You're just a person to me now. So it's like, we could be cool. Right. But then I got to thinking, I'm just like, people coming back around is low-key disrespectful because it's like, I don't... I wish people would learn to keep their, oh, you were a good friend or, you know, you were so good to me, bullshit to themselves because it's like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I'm somewhere in the middle. So we we talking about, like, romantic? Romantic or friendship. Either, yeah. Whatever's like, whatever you have the heaviest issue of, like, past coming back. You know, because some people feel like, oh, once... They're in the past, leave them in the past type shit. Or you shouldn't be talking to somebody from your past. But I'm just the type of person where, like, I don't even... That shit doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't even look at you in that way. But then in the other other end, I'm like, the fuck do you want? Like, Brandon said. Like, <laughs> what the fuck do you want? Why are you reaching out to me? You don't let me alone, man. <laughs> I was straight up to my friend, like, I should text this nigga back and be like, I'm dead. Like, okay. <laughs> Oh, sir, she died. Wrong here. number. No, I'm dead. <laughs> Not she... I'm dead. Like I, I actually <laughs> But no, it goes back to that whole thing, like if I tell you something's wrong with wrong, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Are you gonna do anything? So why are you really asking? Are you gonna bring me a smoothie? Because right. if not, shut it down. But that like I said, that's a me thing because I even put that on Instagram. Like, if one more person DM me like, how you holding up? Like <laughs> How you been? What are we doing for me to have been something? I literally said the next person that sent me that DM, I'm sending them my cash app. Like, (laughs) like, what? (laughs) Are you asking to be nice? Because I'm just saying. But that's a me thing. I'm fixing it, y'all. I'm working on it. Um, As far as leaving people in the past, I think you have to know who you're dealing with. Um, Me, personally, I don't carry on um, friendships with any of my exes. I just don't see the need for it. Um, which a lot of people don't agree with that. They could be like, I mean, we can still be friends or y'all can still be friends. What's the issue? Mm -hmm. But I just don't, I mean, I don't see the need. Like, I'm not that same person that I was when all of that was taking place. It's just like, yeah, I really, we don't really have nothing to talk about. Um, there's people that I may have had dealings with where like we can keep a cool conversation now, Mm -hmm. but I think it just depends on the person and how you're able to handle it and more importantly how they're able to handle it because yeah. there are some people that can't just stay at that friend level right after you guys have had something and mm-hmm. it didn't work out so <clears throat> I really think it just depends on the people um so for me when I read this I kind of thought like it depends on what they're coming back around for and the first thing I thought about was an ex-best friend I have because her and I have had very, <clears throat> very off and on relationship for the past 13 years. And for me, it became so draining and exhausting that I am actually the one that decided to end the friendship. Um, I ended the friendship, I want to say, hmm, two or three years ago. And then we got reconnected because a mutual um, person had passed. Um, and then I noticed, like, after they had passed or whatever, I just kind of noticed that they were still doing the same things and it was starting to affect literally my own like my relationship not even like me and him but like she had something to say about us just Mm -hmm. like she did in my past about my past relationships 
And it was always from a place of envy and um, jealousy just because she had never made the moves that I was making. So she was speaking, not even from experience. So anyway, she's the first person I thought of and I was kind of like, if she came around, how would I handle it? What would I say? Would it be the same way I handled it a year ago, two years ago now when our friend passed? Like, what would it be to me? And I thought the only reason I would accept her and I'm, I'm not even sure if I've generalized this yet as everybody in my past. The only reason I would accept her back as a full-on friend or a part of my life beyond surface level is if I actually saw improvement without her having to show me, if that makes sense. Meaning, this sounds creepy to say, but meaning that like I've seen her growth on the outside of our friendship. Like mm -hmm. I haven't been friends with you, but I've seen you through social media, whatever you want to call it, mutual friends, whatever. I've seen your growth. I've seen you do this on your own without us having to tell you. And that's kind of where, I mean, that's where I'm at mentally anyway, in the sense of like, people can preach at me left and right until I do it. It means nothing to me. <laughs> and that's how she is like, until she does it on her own, it becomes a better friend to her people and learns how to communicate with her people, especially after 13 years of knowing somebody you would hope they would know better. Like Dariel said, like if, if you know those people, like you say you do, you wouldn't get offended. You wouldn't say certain things. Right. So I don't know if I would generalize that and say that everybody from my past had to have growth. But at the same time, I kind of feel like I do. Because you're left in the past for a reason. You're left in the past at that ungrowth stage. You know what I mean? You haven't blossomed yet or even, you know, got watered enough to blossom. So I think for me, it genuinely depends on if you bring value to my life. Because, like, I say this all the time. I don't, even, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast or not. But... I value every single person in my life for a reason, and mm -hmm. they're in my life for a reason. I take my friendships, relationships, whatever, very, very, very seriously. And if they don't add value to my life, they're not going to be in my life. It's just as simple as that. Period. Period, boo. All right, let's talk about ladies. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Okay, are there certain qualities that a woman needs to be considered wife material? For example... Being able to cook, clean, etc. I forgot why I put this one here. Fuck. 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 It was the reason why I put that <laughs> one here, but like I, and then it, it triggered something and it just reminded me of all the posts where bitches be whipping up their little meals and they, I'm sorry, women, be whipping <laughs> up their little meals and they're like, I'm gonna make a great wife one day. And I just be like, why don't you cook for yourself because you hungry, sis? Or I think I think what it was I saw like a man post something was like, you know, a woman can be my wife if she don't know how to cook, and it's just like, why is that like so here's the what thing I thought about? Right. So this is because I have an older dad. Darielle knows my dad pretty well, so. Eh. <laughs> um. So for me, my I think I said this before. My dad was born in the fifties, and like the fifties is kind of where that woman role started to shift. Um, in the sense of like fifties is really where it started to get big, where it's like women are no longer in the kitchen, you know, they're either bringing home all the income or half of the income or a portion of the income. And they're not just in the kitchen or, you know, folding laundry or making sure mm -hmm. Timmy gets his homework done. So I think we've all been placed in our minds that like for years, like uh, literally until 70 years ago for years, it's always been a woman's place is quote unquote in the kitchen. You know, she helps with the kids. She helps make dinner. Like 
Her, her whole entire day is you wake up, you make sure your husband and your kids eat. When they leave, you make sure that you do laundry. You make sure that you clean the house. Then you start getting ready for dinner when they come home. And then when they're done with that, you make sure that everything in the front room is set. Everything mm-hmm. in the fucking bedroom is set. You know what I mean? And that's like 70 years sounds like a lot, but it's not. Like I said, my dad was born in the 50s. You know what I mean? Like that's not very long ago. So I think women are still holding on to this like way of like, still wanting to be able to serve their man beyond them making um, that wifey material. But if you think about it, if you're able to do all those things and have a full-time job and kids, I salute you because that is very hard for you to take care of the entire household and your kids and yourself and your husband. Something's going to lack. Your marriage is going to lack. Your relationship with your kids is going to lack or your own mental is going to lack. You know what I mean? So when I looked at this, I instantly thought about everybody just hanging on to that stereotype from beyond the 50s and it just started to change 70 years ago so people are still trying to get out of that you know what i mean so i don't know that's yeah. just my take mm. interesting you know i'm gonna look at this person over there <laughs> <'Cause>, uh... <laughs> oh no is there <laughs> oh no i mean it's subjective. If a man feels like he needs a woman to cook and clean for her to be his wife, then more power to you. Um, I don't think your ability to cook and clean makes you a good candidate for a wife. Uh-uh. But um, you should be able to cook and clean because, one, you need food to sustain, and, two, you shouldn't want to live in a dirty house. <laughs> but <laughs> um, that's just my opinion. I really I can't. mean, I don't know. I mean, I think if that's what a man, if that's Your the feet off me, if that's the non-negotiables for a man, then that's his business. But um, I don't, I don't think that those are the necessary qualities to be a good wife. Right. I mean, okay. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way, and it's so aggy. Like I hate yeah. that. Oh, my husband's gonna be happy one day. Like okay, because you can fucking fry chicken. Okay, great. Like. I mean, but there's some men that cook. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's actually a lot of men who cook. Yeah. There's a lot of men who clean. So, if that's all you're bringing to the table. Like, get your shit I together. I just want women to praise other qualities that they have. Like, yeah. So, I'm saying, know that, like, I, I don't know. But, I, I mean, also, for me, I also think on the flip side, like, if you flip it and say, like, oh, a man has to make X amount of money or bring in, you know, mm-hmm. whatever to be a good candidate for a husband, I don't agree with that either, so. Right. And I saw, like, um, someone post something, too, like, I mean, as a woman, why would you not even want to cook, like, or know how to cook? And it's just, like, I mean, honestly, the way I was raised, I could have went either way. My mom, like, we were fortunate to be able to go out to eat all the time. Mm -hmm. We were fortunate to be able to have people come clean our house. Like, I didn't really have to do a lot of shit. So, like, I didn't really know how to cook or I wasn't interested in cooking. I hate cooking sometimes. But like, you know, once, you know, I got in a relationship and started having kids, it's like, all right, I need to cook for my family or whatever type shit. But it's like, if I didn't have to, I probably wouldn't fucking cook. Yeah, and it's not a necessity. And I think that like, for me personally, it's very nice. Like, I like the idea of catering to my man. And then of course, beyond him, catering to my kids when I have them. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's other ways you can do that beyond um, feeding them. Like 
I can emotionally cater to my man and emotionally cater to my kids. Hello? Exactly. Hello? You Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's other ways I can quote-unquote feed them. Exactly. And, you know, other than it just being, like, my cooking will be a bonus to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want my husband and my kids to recognize me as a wife and a mom that was strong, that was independent, that always took care of her own, held her own, but never made us feel lacked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and there's ways to do that without it being, she always made sure we were fed. No, I'd rather yes. my kids be like, my so mom insane. always made sure I was good when it came to mm -hmm. making sure my brain was stable, making sure, you know, I was healthy in the physical body. Not, my mom always had dinner on the table. Yeah, I don't want- Can y'all hear her? <laughs> I don't want a man to be like, oh, I want you to be my wife because you cook and clean like, and bro. you give me sex. Like, no. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. I want you to marry me because you look at me and it's like, I can't live without you. Your body, my body, your body, my body, burning it. That's so weak. Nah, but that's real. Like, there's other ways that you can, quote unquote, feed your family. Yeah. And, you know, God forbid you can't have kids, but there's that other ways that. What? It was a word. A word. Mm -hmm. There's other ways that you can like feed your your person, and then you know go beyond that. And that even comes to like, this is corny, but think about like your friendships and your own family, like your your siblings and your parents. Yeah. You feed your parents and your siblings and your friendships in different ways. Yeah. You know, I don't cook for my friends every night. You yeah. know what I mean? They get other qualities from me that they're like, wow, like Kim is a good friend to me because blank. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that goes beyond that. That goes when you hit your romantic relationships, like, and that's even when your your person speaks to you and they're like. Well, you know, babe, I really love you because you do this, this, and this. Not because you can throw down with some fried chicken. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck. I'm about to get you them Crocs with the KFC chicken on them. Get out of here. Can't stand it. All right. <clears throat> Question for the table. If they were offering $5,000 for you to snitch on gatherings larger than 10 people, would you do it? This is another one from Spiritual Word. <laughs> would you tell on folks for $5,000? Yes. <laughs> Six nine in this bitch. No disrespect to your other half, but I need my money. People, <laughs> most definitely, yes. Would you be salty if somebody sold on y'all? No, I'm just run. I just, just look <laughs> at me. Facts. I swear to God. No, I'm breaking the law. Like, I'm gonna just, just make my kids tell. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. I'll just throw my cat in the mix and say I was looking for my cat. Snitches then... get stitches and I don't want stitches. Okay. But I want that fight. That's okay. Not... When we was at I got no job. Um, house over the weekend, we had like two parking spaces blocked off with the car. So we was kind of like in a box. I and... can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> and you seen the ladies. It was two ladies that drove by that wanted the parking space. And they was so annoyed. We were like, Karen's. Definitely about to call the cops. <laughs> Wait, did y'all see? Speaking of the word Karen, I was going to put this on the outline. Oh, about did, it being racist. Yes, did y'all see that? They're trying to say that Karen is a white word. Like, basically, Karen is equivalent to nigger for white people. For white women. What? Shut the fuck up. Anyway, that's another discussion. <laughs> Karen. Okay. Karen, please. I seen some stuff today on Instagram that was just like, y'all just like to use big, misuse big words. Like, I just don't. I don't get it. I can't. Anyway, um, I don't have a job right now, so <laughs> I honestly probably would snitch on folks. Like, if I know it was anonymous, I'm telling. The fuck? I'm telling. I would snitch on I'm telling. my friends if we could get <laughs> $5,000. Oh my like, God. If we could get, if I could get $5,000, I'd be like, look, 
I'm a, we just gonna split it. I'm gonna call the cops. I'm split shit. I'm telling. And y'all just be ready to run, okay? Look, on God, like this is half of my rent for the entire year. I'm fucking telling. I don't have a job right now. I'm telling. <laughs> like this makes me think about. So like in high school, we. God, this could make me sound like a rat. I promise my rat phase was from like 12 to 15. I swear to God. Okay, so long story short, um, in high school, we weren't allowed to twerk. So like, (laughs) for like school dances, twerk. And we was twerking since we was like 12. That's so, ooh, it was ratchet. Anyway, so we were like, um, you know, like we got to high school or whatever, like we weren't allowed to dance or whatever. So we got to our senior prom and like, we all got caught out for dancing. If they pull up your wristband, you got one more try before they kick you out, period. Okay? Like, if they rip your shit off, they're like, that's your warning. Okay? So, um, anyway, we all went to the middle. We all left as a senior class and went to the middle school parking lot. And somebody fucking told on us. And we all ran. It would just be that part, too. I would definitely tell on folks and watch everybody scatter like some fucking ants and somebody drop some water. You know what I mean? I, I don't have a job. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to get, if we start to go find me uh, for taking trolls page, you know, hit my DMs, <laughs> let me know if you're trying to go find me. Even. But yeah, so no, I'm sorry. Sure. This last thing off because I, I don't want to talk about vaginas and swallowing. <gasps> but I just want to know what the spaghetti thing is about. Like I know, but I don't know. Okay, we're gonna talk about it briefly. We're gonna talk about it briefly. Okay, let's take off the wire marriages last thing about grandparents. So I want to talk about that. Yeah, I think that was honestly like kind of tied into like our grandmas being the dumb mm-hmm. bitches that stayed home and like <laughs> cooked for their family. Okay. <clears throat> dumb bitches. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmas aren't dumb bitches, but you know what I mean. Okay. So moving on. Yes, we all would, we all would tell people and we probably all would slap somebody for money too, but that's a different discussion. Anyway. All right. So this is a repost. Some of y'all may have seen this. Some of y'all may not have. Okay. My girlfriend of six months has been out of work for the past two weeks and she just got word that she will be laid off permanently. She asked me, could she move in with me? I told her that I'm not ready to share my home with anyone. She offered to pay the bills. I declined, pay half of the bills. She then proceeded to ask, could I pay her rent for the next month? I told her that I'm uncomfortable doing things that a husband should do for my girlfriend, but I told her that she could borrow $300. She says that I'm wrong for not helping her out during the time of need, but this isn't the case in my perspective. She says that she isn't sure that she will continue dating me. Am I in the wrong here, or is this just another case of a woman feeling entitled? Um, okay, I'm going to read out what this response is from someone. She says, she's wrong, actually, and he's slightly correct. You can't throw your financial responsibilities on someone else, laid off or not. He offered to borrow, he offered when people are illiterate exactly basically he offered to let her borrow money to assist perhaps if (laughs) perhaps if he had it like maybe he let her keep it but again he he got his own bills how the fuck how how the fuck she will whatever how was she willing to pay half the bills but then wants him to pay her full rent she might have been trying to use use this crisis to up the relationship into something more serious, but at least he was honest. I don't know why y'all bashing this man. Mm. Um, so I looked at this, I saw this um, on like, like recently on the shade room and I had a whole discussion with this with one of my friends cause it popped up. Um, so what I, uh, God, I don't even remember what I said about this. I remember just kind of feeling like 
it's not really his responsibility. And my thing is you're asking Buddy to pay your rent, but you're also asking to move in with him. So which one is it? Do you want to stay in your house or do you want to live with him? You know what I mean? And like for her to bitch and moan about him letting her borrow money in a time like this, um, ma'am, like I said, I'm taking any money I can get. I'm telling on folks for money. So I don't know. I just, I don't know how to feel about this because I don't know, but you're the, also the type of woman that feels like a um, female shouldn't expect their man to pay for nails yeah. and shit like that. And I'm just like, nigga, pay for my shit. Right. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't. Because. Let me know when I can chime in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, we stuck. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, not assuming anything, we're not going to say that this was, you know, in response to the coronavirus. We're not going to say anything. Just looking at the facts. Okay. So, she asked, she's been laid off. No, she was out of work for two weeks and then laid off permanently, mm -hmm. right? I don't disagree with him saying that he's not ready to have someone else in his space full time. 100%. Now, they've been dating six months. So clearly her losing her job was not anything of her fault, own fault. She was laid off, right? Mm -hmm. She offered, which I'm assuming maybe she has some kind of money saved up to where she could afford to pay half the bills, mm -hmm. maybe even unemployment. He said no to that. Then, asked could he pay her rent, he told her no. Cool. <laughs> this is so much Cool. All of that is fine. <laughs> Where you got me fucked up at <laughs> is when he said, I, can, I will let you borrow $300. That's what we not doing. That's I'm not borrowing shit from nobody. I'm fucking. Oh, period. <laughs> period. Period. That's where you got me fucked up. So I don't blame her for saying that. I think that the relationship is probably going to stop here. Yeah. Somebody sent this to me too. I, I cannot imagine borrowing money from my man. Just like I would, just like I'm not even going to tell, like I'm not even going to tell my man that he has to borrow money from me. Right, you just do you it. can have it, yeah, baby. You if you it. in need, you can have it. Now, if you offer to pay me back, cool. Right. If you don't, cool. <laughs> I'm not borrowing money from. <laughs> I can't. Think. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, okay. So somebody sent this to me, and I said honestly. I said, um, honestly, the relationship would be over for me. That's cool if that's how you feel. I'm not knocking that. But this is this is just a, a simple situation where I have made a decision that this is not the kind of person that I want to be with. Mm. Plain and simple. We, I'm not mad at you. We don't have to argue about it. We don't have to fight about it. But you're not the kind of person that I would want to be with. Because if the situation was reversed and just looking at what we see... You've been with this person for six months. I can assume that you've probably spent more than $300 on dates alone. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, again, you don't feel like you should do that because you're not her husband, but I'm sure you still expect her to give you some ass. Like she's your motherfucking wife. And anybody who wants to argue that, it just simply goes back to you're not the kind of person that mm. is right for me. Like, yeah. me, honestly, I've never not dated or been serious with anybody I'm not the type of person to ask for anything, but I've never not dated a man that I felt like would not help me in my time of need. Oh, yeah. Right. And even when I have been in need, he was probably the last person I would go to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. for you to shoot down everything that she asked and then say, oh, you could borrow $300. Okay. Thank, thank you so much. It's, it's been fun. Period. 
Like, I just, that's what we not, that's what we not going to do. And I've been in situations where I dated someone and some things had happened and I was practically living with him. Although I was still staying at home with my parents, I was at his house all the time. Mm-hmm. Something was going on. I took care of the rent. I was like, I'm here more than 50% of the time. Yeah. I understand what's going on right now. I got it. Like, don't worry about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if I'm at my man's house more than I'm at my house, I don't mind buying groceries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, or whatever the case may be. So for right. you to be like, Oh, you can borrow $300. It's cool. I mean, that's a fact. I actually like, <laughs> pretty much housed one of my exes for like six months because they were this kind of relates to what we're talking about the insecure thing like he was he had a goal for like six months that he was trying to um trying to reach and at the time like he was like bouncing from place to place like I don't even think he ever even had his own place like once he moved from Cincinnati to here I think he was staying with like a friend and then he stayed with his dad off and on. Mm-hmm. And then um, he would just be at my house a lot. And then it got to the point where I was like, well, like, if you need help, like, you know, like, you can, you know, spend majority of the time here, that type of thing. And I never asked for anything back, never, you know, expected anything back or anything like that. And then finally, when we had gotten our own place, he ended up, like, coming to me and being like, hey, I'll pay for the rent if you pay for, like... um he wanted to take it all over. And I was like, uh, I don't feel comfortable living in a place that I'm not contributing. So I did like uh, groceries and then like utilities and that type of thing. And like, he would tell me every time, like you can keep your money and I would still give it to him. Um, so I agree with you in the sense of like, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you don't do things because it's expected for them to do it back. That's right. friendship, relationship, family, whatever. You should never go in something expecting something from somebody else. Like if I give each of you a thousand dollars because I fucking wanted to, it's not like, oh, now I'm holding that over both of you that I gave you money once, even if it's $5, I gave you money once. So I'm expecting you guys to buy my food when I'm down bad. You know what I mean? That's not how it works. And like, like you said, if you're in that type of friendship, relationship, whatever with somebody, it's going to, it's going to die. It's going to die. Right. And not, and not even... Like me personally, I'm the type of person that I'm I'm attentive and I pay attention. So even if I can just pick up on the slightest thing that something's going on with my man or his habits are changing, like I was having this conversation with my homeboy. I'm like, you know what I mean? If I know let's say we were dating and I noticed that something was off, you know what I mean? I don't even necessarily gotta come to you. I'ma just put groceries in the house. If I got the inf- information to pay the bill, I'ma just pay the bill. I don't right. even gotta mm-hmm. talk to you about it because I know how men are in their pride. If I'm stepping on your toes by doing that, then you can come and let me know. But it's like, for you you sharing time, energy, your body, probably some of your darkest secrets with this person. And you want to tell her she can borrow? She can borrow? <laughs> the, who the fuck are y'all dating? Like, right, I know. Like, has it really got... Furthermore, you're talking about I don't feel comfortable doing that as a husband. My nigga, as my husband, you clearly don't even want to provide. So I got to borrow from you when we right, marry when we too? Marry, like, right. what are you talking about? Yeah. That, that, that's whack. I just, that's why no. I think it's as simple, like, it's literally like, do right by each other. <laughs> no. Like, and if we want to assume and read into all of this, you knew that she was laid off, you knew that she permanently lost her job, you didn't even offer anything, what it seems like. Yeah, Because she she's coming, coming to you. you. Mm-hmm. And you literally shot down, like I said, and it's, let me back up here, because I sound real angry. <laughs> but like, if that's how you feel, that's fine. I totally get that. If that's what you want to do, you can do that, but you can't do that here. Okay. So. Get the fuck out. <laughs> that's it. That's all, folks. Okay. <laughs>
Yeah, y'all can kiss my ass. Yeah, no. <laughs> nope. Y'all said a lot. <laughs> I just... Uh, we will probably break up, honestly. Because the type of person that I am, I'm going to help you out in time of need, whether you ask for it or not. So if you can't be there for me, then fuck you. So. Like, I got, I got male friends that I wouldn't even have. If they knew something was up, they would, I would get a cash app. Yeah. It ain't no, no nothing involved. Yeah. I can't, you can't even ask your man. You got to borrow $300 from your man. Yo, man. Yo, man. Yeah, I'm definitely not borrowing. Yeah, I'm cool. And like, I'm but fine. the thing is, like, I wouldn't even expect him to help. Like, I would just kind of try to figure it out, and he would know me enough to be like, "This comes back again." To what Darielle said, like, if somebody knows you, they know you. He would come to me and be like, "Yo, are you all right? Like, you, you're some shit switching up." Yeah. Even your friends would do that. Like, if I notice that something's wrong with you, I'm like, "You know what's going on? Like, you, you've been you've been real quiet today, or you know what I mean? Like, it's not that hard to know the people in your life." Yeah. Ooh, and you know what? What? I forgot. Me and Ashley had a whole conversation about this, right? Because mm-hmm. I was saying, I'm like, I was like, you know, I was saying the same thing. Like, I've always dated men that I knew at the end of the day, if I needed something, they had me. Whether I asked for it or not, mm-hmm. I knew that they had me. I said, but I was telling her, I was like, you know, I would probably come to you first or I would go to my parents first or I would go to so many other people before I would go to him. And then I thought about it and I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. And she was like, "Well, that's the kind of relationship that we've built, and that that takes time." I said, "I get that, but further, it takes me back to my original question. We go around to all of these other people, but won't ask the person that we dating. Mm-hmm. Can I borrow, or can I have, or I need help with this? But you're willing to give your body up to this person, mm-hmm. but you can't even ask them for five dollars, like or whatever the case may be. So we got to. I was like, I really want to talk about this. I was like, and I'm I'm thankful." That I'm in a place now in my life where I take sex more serious and I don't do casual sex mm-hmm. because it's like I can't even I can't even imagine yeah. like I'm comfortable enough to to lay down with you and open my legs but I can't ask you for twenty dollars something in me don't feel right to ask you for twenty dollars mm-hmm. I think a lot of that might be like pride pridefulness too sometimes or like not wanting that person I don't know it's a lot of like reasons like for me my dad has been trying to help me out during this time. And I won't let him. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. But I don't feel right taking from him when I know that he also has his struggles. But from a father's standpoint, he's like, I'd rather not pay my mortgage and take a penalty You're so I can help my daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, no, dad. I'd rather you not take a penalty and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's prideful or if it's I just don't want to take from somebody that I know can't afford it. But again, but that's different. That's yeah. Different, but though. I mean, but like, I think for my ladies and, and even for my men, or even for my men out there, like I think that that's something to pause and think about. Like if you, if something in you, whether it be pride or whatever the case may be, you need to take a deeper look into that. If you can lay down with somebody, but you can't open up your mouth to say, "I need help." Yeah, I'm struggling right now, and I need help. You need to reevaluate that whole situation. Period. Right? Period. And for my men, like if you're dating a woman, and I understand pride, and I understand, I get all of that. But if you are dating somebody, and something in you just ain't comfortable with saying, like, even it ain't even got nothing to do with money. Like, let's just men struggle mentally. Like, if you're dating somebody and you're comfortable enough to open up your body to somebody, but you can't say, I'm have this. This is mentally messing with me. Like, 
Some men ain't yeah. right about that. Well, like, I feel like some men, though, they don't want to seem weak or feel like they don't got it together. Like, I don't think I, that has nothing to do with the woman. Yeah, I get that, too. But I, I it's more so to say, look within yourself. Like, yeah. something about that just ain't, it ain't right. Because even with the women, like, it ain't even necessarily got to be nothing wrong with the men that you're dealing with. But, mm-hmm. with, like, when you really break that down, like, it just speaks to, like, how comfortable we are with giving ourselves mm-hmm. to somebody our body to somebody but you can't really open up to them i look at that on like a whole and like i don't think i could ask anybody for help i really don't like yeah i'm like that too but i get what you're saying it shouldn't be like that like at all and i feel like i don't know like i said i feel like i come from a place where i had to tell somebody like i don't care if you know you don't want to seem weak or you don't want to ask but just know like i got you and i don't expect anything in return even if i don't talk to you after today anything that i've done for you is out of the kindness of my heart because i care i don't want that shit back like don't keep tabs on oh how much do i owe you for this or let me pay i don't need that shit yeah that's what i've had people like in relationships tell me and you have a comfort in that you know what i mean them and you can tell when they're being genuine with it when they're genuinely like you know i'm doing this because i want to and same thing you Mm -hmm. said darielle like if i walked away tomorrow or you walked away tomorrow. I don't want anything from yeah. you. Yeah. Like I'm genuinely doing this because I care about you. And I'm, that's one thing I'm working on with myself is like learning to let people love me. Yeah. Like I've been very, I'm noticing now the reasons y'all know, I don't put my business mm-hmm. out there, but <laughs> reasons y'all know, like I'm learning that I am, I'm not good at being the receiver yeah. and I'm trying to be that. Like even through this time, like I still haven't mastered like accepting help. The only person I've taken help from right now is my grandma because I don't want I don't want, I don't want them grandma problems. <laughs> like her being like, don't disrespect me. You can't tell me now. But I just, I mean, I look at everybody in my life and it's nothing personal towards them. Like it's not me being like, oh, I can't ask you for help. I can't ask you for help. We're not that close. Yeah. That's not, I don't know yet what it is. Yeah. But I mean, I look at any and everybody and it's even people that have told me like, you know, I got you. Yeah. You know, you could come to me in a second and I would help you out. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like you said, I got to find out why maybe, and it may be, like I said, y'all know why, but it may be seeing where I came from as a childhood and like knowing that I've always gotten things on my own. And maybe that's what it is that like, you know, I feel like, well, you've got it before. So why should you have to ask for help? Yeah. I don't know what it is yet. I feel like if you're not comfortable enough to ask someone that you're sleeping with for something, then I feel like you shouldn't be with that person. That's awful. Because what you going to do in a marriage? Right. You know what I mean? Like what, what? And I was telling Ashley this. I'm like, you know, I'm thankful the last person I was serious with that I kind of came out of that a little bit. And I allowed him to help me with different things. Like he would just see what I was trying to do and he would help financially mm-hmm. or give a word of advice or whatever the case may be. And I was receptive to it because it's just like. Like, we got this shit backwards. Like, yeah. it's so ass backwards. Like, mm-hmm. like even like with me, like, saying, like, I have trouble with telling somebody when I feel offended. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even shit like that. Like, yeah. I open my legs, but I won't tell you you pissed me off because yeah. I'm scared you're going to leave me or right. whatever the case may be. Like, that shit don't make no sense. Yeah. It don't make no sense. So, I just, I, I hope that whoever's listening to this, like, really thinks about that, like, if you are dealing with somebody, even in your friendships, not even just your relationships, like whoever you have around you, if you can't come to them about anything, 
you know, mental struggles, financial struggles, even if you just need a sounding board, you may not necessarily need them to help you, but you need them to listen. Yeah. And something in you's not right, like, or you, it doesn't sit well with you, like, you really need to unpack that. Like, I would say, I think that's a personal thing because for me, I know everybody in my life. I know I can go to them. I know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I 100% know that. But I, I know it's a personal reason that I'm not, and I have to find out what that is. Yeah. Like, because, yeah. like I said, I value everybody in my life, and they're in my life because I know that they're, 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 they're that, right. you know, that type of person that would never hold something above me. And the people that are like that have been dropped out of my life for a reason. Yeah. But it's literally, it's an internal thing that I have to, like, I take full responsibility for that. It's something I have I to work yeah. through. Yeah. I'm the same way. And it's, it's just going to take trial and error of me actually like being able to do that, you I'm know, to move way. beyond that. But I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. Borrow $300. Borrow anything. Hello. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Speaking of not shit situations. <clears throat> All right, so there's a video circling around on the shade room, um, and it says that Waka Flocka, God, <laughs> Waka Flocka claims that cheating on his wife, Tammy Rivera, made her better. And in the video, I didn't listen to it. I listened to it. She kind of cuts just him off. Just, okay, let me see if I can just go in here and not fuck it up. For all y'all that can't see me, I am throwing my head back and forth. <laughs> annoyed. All right, here we go. Hang on. He had no idea what she was up against. It could have made her or broke her. Even if it would have broke her, I, I was still assisting on it. It made her even better than what I thought. But you didn't do that. You tried to you make her process life the way you did. All I and did was help. Think, no, what you didn't. That's the thing. He thinks that he helped me by doing, doing some of the evil or mean things he did to make me meaner. That didn't help me. What that did was add insecurities to me, and it made me not trust your judgment in certain and made me not trust you in yeah, some ways. Everything, everything it did not help me, but you didn't have to do that. Life would have done that. This could say that. Because I actually actually say, hey, cheating made you better. But it actually made Tammy like like a, a beast. Basically, the whole rules looking at her. I don't, I, don't, I don't think nothing is more embarrassing than that. Cheating ain't make me stronger. Beating his ass made me stronger. Nah, okay. Mood. <laughs> Psych. So how y'all feel about that? I just had to. This is the ghetto. So niggas really think that putting a woman through hell is makes them stronger? Like, no. This whole video pissed me the fuck off. That's all I'm going to say. I wish I would listen to it before so I could have processed. No, but yeah. Like, I, what? I listened to it this morning and had me fucked up. And she even tried to cut him off. Like, hold on. You cheating on me did not make me stronger. Like, shut it down. He's basically telling her that, like, like you said, as much as he puts her through, she's going to come out a better woman. Bitch. Like she said, she I'll really, beat your ass. She really married that. Sorry to her. <laughs> <laughs> she over there processing like a mug. I just, I don't understand. I just don't understand. I don't understand. It's the ghetto. It's the, it's the actual <laughs> ghetto. And I want to go home. Like, <laughs> like, come pick me up. I just don't. I don't understand. Like my my problem with that is. I understand y'all got to have a storyline and I understand that y'all are, um, you have to keep it entertaining. You have to keep it salacious, but to put that out there for the world to consume and shit already being as messed up as it is, that's just one more thing to add to the list. Mm -hmm. So when you have little kids who probably watch this show because they're your daughter, they relate to your daughter 
they hear things like that and then internally they think that cheating is okay because oh i'm going to be so much stronger like what well and to talk about your wife that way like i put out a tweet like on our page now y'all gonna notice me um that said basically like why don't we start normalizing like healthy successful relationships on tv mm-hmm. all we ever see is a struggling wife or a struggling husband or a struggling girlfriend, a struggling boyfriend, or fucking situationships all over the fucking internet, mm-hmm. or TV. Why don't we have a successful fucking love story? Instead of Waka Flocka's punk ass putting on the line, like, you're do- you don't realize, but you're dogging your wife. Yeah. I saw a post, too, that was like, why are we praising men for doing what they're supposed to do? Like, oh, yeah, he doesn't cheat on his girl, hooray, you get a cookie. Like, no, I'm not that's what you're a, supposed a to do. Like, I just want men to know that you do not put me through no bullshit like that to see if you can make me stronger. Because no, I will fucking kill you. So you make her physically stronger, she will whip that ass. Like, (laughs) my thing is, is like, okay, I 100% understand the meaning behind there is a lot of strength when it comes to staying in your marriage after something like that happens. Mm -hmm. And there's also a lot of strength displayed even if you choose to leave. So I get it. But to have this almost God complex to be like, me cheating on Tammy made her beast. It just made her so much stronger. Like, nigga, where is your, like, you're not apologetic. Not at all. From what I can see from the clip. So it's like, again, that. That's what you wanted to mm-hmm. marry? Mm-hmm. Like, and granted, I be doing some stupid shit. I get it. <laughs> like, I be taking niggas back to and all of that. But you're not going to embarrass me like that on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. On national TV, me cheating on Tammy actually made her stronger. Like, and all she could really would say, no, me beating his ass made me stronger. Like, girl, mm-hmm. I don't. I- well, the fact that she had to sit up in the interview and actually have to cut him off and still wasn't able to, to tell him, like, hold on now. Yeah. You're out here, you're literally out here embarrassing me as your wife. Like on on the fucking internet and on TV, literally embarrassing me and bashing me and telling the world that basically I'm not shit and I stuck around and it made me stronger. It was like he was proud. Yep. I'm I don't know. To, I'm about to put him in the category with T.I. Y'all know how I feel about that. <laughs> in future. I, yeah, in future. I just, I don't, I don't. But like you said, like, we really need to start displaying and praising healthy relationships mm-hmm. because regardless of how old you are, how young you are, this shit seeps into your brain in one way or another. And it's just not okay. Like yeah. whether it's a man doing it or it's a woman doing it, like you're not obligated to stay. You don't have to, like if somebody ain't treating you how you de- feel you deserve to be treated, leave that person alone. I don't, yeah. I don't care who they are. Like, I saw this meme that said, don't put me through nothing to see if I'm loyal. I will leave you. Okay. <laughs> the fuck? Kick rocks, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I just feel like when, I, when you look at everything at a whole, it's like 90% negativity. I don't know what it is about men like feeling like they got to put you through a test. Like, that's not it, bro. That's like, Or just not taking accountability for the shit that they do. Like... Never mind. I ain't even about to air nobody shit out on this podcast. Oh my God. Just, that just pissed me off. Like, all right. All right, y'all. So now we're about to talk about this 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 thing Darielle was talking about earlier. Okay, so here's here's two tweets back to back by the same person. 
Okay, it says, after I found out swallowing men's semen is the same thing as putting menstrual blood in spaghetti, spell, I really haven't been the same since. Meaning that by swallowing a man's sperm that you love, it's like being bound to that person like the menstrual blood thing. I'm pretty sure this was somebody that was like 14. I I mean... I've never even fucking heard of that. I mean, I've always heard people say, like, don't let the girl cook spaghetti for you because she put in period blood in your, in the sauce. Like, I, but what, what the fuck? I've never, I've never I've heard never people saying that. that. Now no. you sound like him. But <laughs> stuff that I ain't never heard Shut of. The but when I saw her tweet, she making it seem like it's a spiritual thing. Like, and yeah. I've never heard that side of it. But like, well, ma'am, somebody putting their penis, uh, their penis in your vagina is so tight. <laughs> I mean, they, they don't even got to come. It's you. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I had to read it, so. I remember when we were supposed to talk about, like, sex demons. That was oh, no. Was it, like, the sex demon thing, but we never got deep into it? Yeah, sex demons and all of that stuff. It's that shit is a real. real thing. Yeah, I just, I've never heard of the, the spaghetti thing. When you I never re- heard of no, that? No, when I read this, I was I like. I never knew why, like, people would say that women would do that. So when I I thought y'all would know, that's no, why I put it on there. No but like, fucking, no. yes, I guess women put <laughs> their <laughs> period blood <laughs> spaghetti sauce and feed it to their man. Yeah, and okay, again. well, anybody that knows what this means, please write us on our Instagram, Take Control Podcast, because I want to know like what the fuck is this about. <laughs> The only thing I've ever heard semen related, I've never heard anything period blood related. But the only thing I've ever heard like semen related is like. Some girl, some dumbass was like, if you swallow it, you get pregnant. And then the other girl was like, well, it makes you really healthy. That's the only thing I've ever heard. Mm. I've never heard anything spiritual and I've never fucking heard about mm. spaghetti in your, like, period blood in your spaghetti, bro. What? Yeah, somebody please write us and explain I'm what, what, what all this means. Yeah. First of all, your tomato <laughs> sauce is mad red and milky or whatever, runny for you to be. Bro. I mean, y'all didn't fuck it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said some real foul That's shit. That's why niggas be saying they won't eat a female's spaghetti. I've never heard that, though. What? Wow. I've never heard that. Like, are y'all throwing blood clots in the fucking... Put it on Twitter. Please put it on Twitter. It asked me, like, why, <laughs> men, why won't y'all eat a woman's spaghetti? I ain't <laughs> never heard this. So I'm, like, I'm just taken back. Like, Obviously, yeah. it's deeper than what I thought, and I, I just want to know. Like, I'm trying what? to... What? <laughs> <laughs> don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, uh, okay, we gotta end the show on yeah, something that's else because I mean, that's all we got. Unless you got a something to throw on there. Okay? All right, I got something. I got something. I'm so <laughs> weak. What the hell? I don't even know what the. <laughs> the females will flirt with you for two to three days and never reply again. <laughs> oh, okay, so listen. Oh, never mind. I can't talk about that. Oh, Why? Why? So have y'all heard this thing called like quarantine dates? Apparently uh, it's a real thing. No. Quarantine dates? Yeah. Like going on a date like on FaceTime? Yeah. No, but I've heard of happy hour because I've done it twice. The and then hour? this Friday I'm actually throwing like a virtual party through FaceTime. Really? Through like Zoom. Yeah. Oh, oh at me. I got a Zoom. Okay, bet it up. I'm making a Zoom, so I'll put y'all in it. I got a Zoom too. It's Friday night at nine. Nobody else is invited. Sorry. Except for these two. So don't DM us asking to be a part Friday of it. Friday at Oh, wow. I mean, you can pop in anytime, Shorty. What's a quarantine date, though? Y'all just sit across and you're like, thank you for the steak that I made for my fucking self. Well, I guess people (laughs) are, like, meeting on these live things, you know, like these live DJs and stuff like that and exchanging numbers. 
and then they're like having these FaceTime okay, dates. Okay, I did. An old dude did it, right? Yeah, okay. and like it's just like FaceTime dates, basically getting to know the person. But my thing is, is like, no. are we talking to people because we're interested, or are we talking to people because we're bored? They're bored. They're bored. Yeah, it's being bored. Archie Solopost has said, having a baby with someone will force you into seeing shit you ain't even want to see. It shows both parties true colors. True, but why does it take for you to bring a innocent child into oh. something terrible for you to see some shit? Because people don't learn. Golly. Like, I mean, I get it because I've been there, done it. I've had a child and I'm like, oh, I don't even like you. But, like, why does it take for all of that? I think because you have... I'm not a mother, but I think it's because you have something so much more precious to focus on mm-hmm. and and love and nurture that you kind of realize the faults of the other person a lot more. I don't know. Good point. Okay, so I think what it is is that when you're in the moment with mm-hmm. somebody, you never see none of the red flags until it's too late. Yeah, that's always. The mm-hmm. reason why I say this to bring it full circle is because I watched last season of Insecure last week so I could be ready for the new season, right? Mm-hmm. And Light Skin Bay, that was in the last season, the one that she got in the pool naked with and all mm-hmm. of that. I mean, Ashley was sitting there watching it, and he he gave her like four solid red flags before he even dipped and disappeared. I'm gonna have to watch it again because I don't. Because he was like, you know, she met him when she was doing the um the party lift, and mm-hmm. he got into a fight. And when he got into a fight, he took off. Remember, he was like, mm-hmm. I just I get and he took off, right? Buddy, then. There was another there was another episode where he was just like, you know, sometimes I go through these things and I just kind of disappear, mm. you know, whatever, whatever. He said that like three times. And then what did he do? Disappear, disappear on her ass for two months. Mm. So that's the thing. It's just when we in the moment, we don't really we don't really put it together. We don't put two and two mm. together. And then you be having bomb sex and you make a baby. And then now you just see it all because I really like wish that and I. Damn, no, it wasn't one of my tweets. <laughs> I'm never exposing none of the tweets that I tweet. I was saying that I feel like y'all know how drug addicts have sponsors. And they whenever they're AA sponsors. <laughs> yes, and they have to call them when they're like having a moment. We need that for toxic relationships. Like, I'm about to call this nigga and say I missed him. I need I need a sponsor. <laughs> I cannot stand you. No, because you don't get tired of me. Because I'm going to be calling every day like, bitch, help me. I'm about to go. Like, nigga, help me. Oh, my God. Please. Like, I almost, actually almost had that moment with Kim. I'm like, are you busy? Because. You should have. And I think I end up going. Because I ain't doing nothing nowadays. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. I'm never exposing when yeah, I call I y'all, please. that means th- th- I'm gonna need y'all to oh, know. Oh, I know now. when you call me, I know. It's it's something like I'm either <laughs> yeah. about to do something crazy or I'm about to do something that I don't need to do. But I'm gonna play it off like I'm okay, but I'm not okay. That's so just so y'all know, if I say what you doing, are you busy or something, just know. It's I know I answered you and then she just never said anything. Because I think at that point I was, you know. I was like, nah, what's up? And then she just. I don't know what I end up doing. Something you Being somewhere I shouldn't have been. <laughs> if I was like, sucking that. Oh, oh, I, can I finish? Can I finish? What? I wasn't doing that, by the way. I was going to say a popsicle, y'all nasty asses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dang. There was a video on Instagram. It was a little kid. She was probably like four. 
And she was talking to these, I don't know if they was grown women or like 17, 18, but she was like, you was out, you was sucking dick. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, 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 I did see that. I did see that. Oh my God. I definitely seen that. This is gonna ask my mama if that offer to slap me to make sure it's still on the table. <laughs> okay, what's been y'all's favorite like memes to get through quarantine? Oh my god, I just saw like a bunch. Let me see. My favorite one so far has been that old white man. I didn't He's watch like, that. Well, shit. What y'all doing? <laughs> and it's so funny because anytime I call somebody, I be like, "What y'all doing?" I haven't watched it. Oh, dark meat on the side. Jeannie Mae and Tracy Hurricane. Why? Uh, why would? I, why? Can we talk about that? Oh, we are talking about just, it. Not on air. Um, okay, so I watch the reel quite often, at least like six times a week, and I just remember Jeannie like a few years ago saying that black men were never going to be husband material for her, and then another thing that she said was. Um, that she never wanted to get married again. Like recently, never wanted to get married again. So it's just a little bit confusing for me, but it's none mm-hmm. of my business because it's not my relationship. But I'm just like, sis, are you confused? Did oh, you change your mind in a somebody week? Somebody just posted it. Let's see. Listen to it. No, she didn't. I really do think black men are attractive. I do. Like, that's my... What do you mean, dark meat on the side? That's me, honey. That's... You know what that means. Wait, what are you reading it at? So this is when she was still married to her husband, because that's Tamar in the background. I can hear that. so have y'all seen there was a meme going around it was like this white girl she runs into a black guy coming out of her apartment building they bump into each other then the scene switches to like them going on a date or like him being in her house and they hug and kiss Mm -hmm. to like him proposing and they getting married so it was like them bumping into each other turns into a relationship to him proposing and she wakes up it's a dream and she's sleeping next to her white boyfriend Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I'm gonna have to find it as soon as y'all. But that's what that is. Like, I think she probably said that because she was still married to her white husband at mm-hmm. the time, but she really liked black men. But again, it's something people can pull up and be like, I yeah. know. I just ever just... it's it's messed up, but I don't know. I, I don't love Gigi. I like them together, and they seem really happy. So kudos to them. That's all. No. Yeah. Well, I'll just be negative, Nancy, because um. Ever since she started dating him, I'm just like not a fan. And I really like Jeannie because she's a she's a fashion stylist, and mm. like that's that's what I do. You know, I love it. Like, but the shit she says, right? Like I said, I was a cornball as a kid that like watched everybody was watching fucking Disney, and I'm watching How Do You Look, and it's like them styling <laughs> people. Like it was so fucking corny. It was always on. I was always on that station. But anyway, like like that's how I know Jeannie. Like she's a fashion stylist, and like I just kind of have seen a shift in her since she started dating him and it's almost like an I have to fit in type of shift 
And it's, like I said, I like her as a person, so it just kind of sucks for me. Like, And I don't really have an opinion on Jeezy because I don't know him outside of music. Um, I love But you also like Michael B. Jordan. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> but I just... You think Big Sean is ugly? I don't think he's ugly at all. Oh, God. I've no. never found him attractive, but then, like, he got something about him. Oh, my God. He's fine. I don't think he's... Okay, I don't think he's ugly or like, damn, but he's, he's not, he's definitely not ugly. He has a beautiful smile, beautiful teeth, but I'm really sorry. I think Michael Jordan's ugly. Anyway, um, Brandy's going to slap me. Anyway, I just think, um, I don't know. I think Jeannie's kind of shifted and I hate that. I hate to see females kind of, and maybe she's not doing Change this. Change depending on who they date. Yeah, I hate to see them lose themselves and maybe mm -hmm. she's not. Maybe this has always genuinely been her and she's been trapped. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know her. Maybe she's finally coming out of her shell and being herself. But I just kind of feel like she's definitely one of those women that like adjusts to her man. And I feel like there's balance when you do that. Like, cause you have to adjust to somebody that you're going to marry, period. That mm -hmm. just makes sense. But it's when you start to lose yourself as a whole that it's a little, yeah. sis, are you okay? Or is this always been you? So have y'all y'all saw Drake's baby? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the blonde fucker. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's so mean. I didn't. At first, I was just like, "What's his name? Adonis." Adonis. Adonis. Oh, like, who's baby? At first, I was like, <laughs> "I was like, okay." But then when Fifty Cent posted the picture of the baby he, next to the mom, his mom, Drake's mom, Drake's mom, yeah. Like, soon as they're I identical. saw him, at first I was like. What the hell? But then I'm like, oh, his mom. Yeah, yeah. I'd be forgetting. That she, baby's his mom. Yeah. And I um, I have a friend. Her sister has two boys, and she's a chocolate girl. And her sons are light-skinned. They're like mm -hmm. Kim's complexion. Mm -hmm. But, like, they were saying, like, it skips genes. You it know does. What I mean? so, or generations. Yeah. I mean, genes skip I have a friend who, her son is, so it, she's Puerto Rican, black and white, and her husband is black and white. And they both have dark eyes. They've had dark eyes. Like, the parents have dark eyes. And then, like, I mean, parents as in grandparents. And then they have dark eyes. Their son is blonde and, like, blue-eyed. Mm -hmm. But it's, like you said, it's that generational thing yeah. from, like, his grandma or something like that. And it's just crazy, though, to see it skip like that. And then you just got to think. I mean, Drake's mixed. You know what I mean? So, obviously, the white side of him overpowered. You yeah. know what I mean? But the baby's cute, nonetheless. Little cute yeah. so cute. If I had a kid with light eyes, I actually would be shocked. I really would. Because my dad is like these beautiful, like gray green eyes. I wouldn't be surprised if my mom got green. Really? Green. I would be shocked. My dad did too. Yeah, my mom's really? eyes change mm -hmm. his colors. And my dad's eyes are kind of like almost like a hazel. Because mm -hmm. if y'all don't know, I'm having kids with Lance Gross. So my kids are going to be like, <laughs> they're going to be 75% black. <laughs> but I, I would just be shocked if they came out with like, you know, if at least one of them came out with like my dad's eyes. I'd be pissed because I'd want him. Be like, you want to switch eyes? baby. I do too. And it just is never gonna happen for me. And I want a super tall man. Me too, and it'll never happen. Let's adopt. My mom got lucky because my sister is chocolate. She got the prettiest skin too. My mom got lucky. See, I wish, but it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it's okay. All right, guys, that is all for now. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Quarantine and chill safely. Yes, we will still provide you guys content. We are not going to do weekly yet. Um, but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Darielle made a TikTok. 
her and Kim are promising to get on the TikTok. And Brandy said she'll give you once a week segments of herself. I knew Brandy wasn't going to do it. She don't even yeah, get on. She, she don't even get on yeah, Instagram. Say, it's too much pressure. That's <laughs> why I just kept it under my name. I was going to make it take control. I was okay. like, hey. I'm just get on there with my kids or whatever. Yeah. you know. But yeah, oh my God. I'm going to start getting on the Instagram page. Y'all, I promise. I just don't be knowing what to say, you know. I don't have a lot to say. Post a selfie. You do. You say a lot of stuff on your page. You can post the same shit. Oh yeah, that's true. Questions. You can, you yeah, can do I mean, I don't get connections. A lot of videos and really talk. I, I figured out. Don't need Y'all to. see more of yeah, me just on talk what shit. Social yeah. media you don't gotta pages. make a video. I mean, yeah. sometimes I get on there and talk shit and I delete it. But just <laughs> post stuff like you have really good conversation. Yeah. You don't gotta put a video if you don't want to put a video. Just okay. write some shit. Well, and you can do you the know? little, you know, little toggle button that says "Take Control" too. You know what I mean when you post, not on your story, but you know, on your page. No. Never fucking mind. I don't know, I don't know how to work the internet. That's Nothing why, you know, <laughs> I let you do your thing because you be knowing all the features and I don't. So, yeah, but they yeah. Let me know. I got you. Maybe I'll let y'all know when it's me. <clears throat> yeah. Tweeting the crazy tweets. No, don't do that. I like it to be a mystery. I okay. do too. I like I like you guys wondering. Do y'all know who's typically saying what out of the group? I still don't. Does Sometimes Lynn I can tell. So it could be anybody. Sometimes yeah. she, I'll be seeing some shit and I know it's Lynn. <laughs> but yeah. she don't as much as she used to. I think she does every now and then. But like, yeah, yeah I know. Um, I'm starting to see who we say it was. I can, I, I I can see I when Darielle does it a lot. <laughs> but I don't. Sometimes I wonder though if it was her or you. Y'all two tweet alike. So really? I'll be like, do we really? I love that. This? Yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> so I'll be like, uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, I can't. I, y'all are hard sometimes. I've even been as clever enough as to not tweet like my normal verbiage. I've been trying to do that too. I fucked I up once. I fucked up once. Left it up for like twenty four hours and I had to delete it. Somebody was tweeting something the other day. I think it might have been you, Dario, and it was like some um, not really sad stuff, but it was some stuff. And, and you I laughed left at it. <laughs> no. Oh. oh no. No. Damn. It was something you was tweeting, and I was about to tweet something like. It's something wild, right? And I was like, <laughs> and I started it off like, well, I was about to tweet about bloop, 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 but since it's a whole bunch of sad shit, never, never fucking mind. That's what I've been thinking. Sometimes it don't flow. Let's talk about it up here. Like you were, you tweeted, somebody tweeted something sweet and cute today, and then I came in with like a depressing tweet, and I was like, fuck, that makes no sense, but it's fine. Anyway, I will uh, say today I was the one that was tweeting about like y'all hitting y'all's exes up. What about y'all situations? Cause yeah. Okay, can we end the show so we can? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we gotta go. Bye.